Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Enough of you tell me that you hate these intros. Just like enough of you told me that you kind of hate, and I kind of agree, the Dream Festival, so I don't have to do these intros. These intros take ages. I've got to sit here. I've got to think about what I'm going to say. I've got to speak to the band. I've got to see what they've got to plug. I know you just sat there thinking, Craig, you sit on your behind all day doing nothing. You don't have a real job. Why don't you just do a bit of work for one day in your life? And I say to you, well, actually, thanks to patreon.com forward slash the downbeat, those people giving me one pound, I kind of don't need to do work. I mean, I do, actually. All that money goes back into this. In fact, yeah, I do need money, and I will continue to do these, unless you tell me this one, you hated this one so much that we're never doing them again. Um, And if you are going to be one of those people and I get rid of those, you need to go to www.thedownbe.at, so it spells downbeat, and buy a T-shirt so I can continue to not work or work. I don't know what it is. Do you hate this one? This one's bad. It's almost like I did this one on purpose. Let's just go straight into it. How did I afford to bring you this episode while sitting on my behind? Well, it's thanks to the people behind me, (laughs) if you're watching this on video, Displate. Displate make metal posters. By that I mean they're literally made of metal. Are you in the Dark Ages? Are you a medieval peasant putting posters up with bits of blue tack? Have you got blue tack in America? Or, you know, like just paper and put it on the wall with these rubbish mark? Or better still, you, you, maybe you've got a paper poster and you put it in a frame and then you've drilled holes into the wall and you pulled your wall down. Funny story, I actually did pull a wall down in my old flat. It was insane, and I actually just put a mirror in front of it and then sold the flat without getting rid of the hole, right? So if you're listening to this and you're the person that bought that flat, uh, please don't sue me. Where was I? Display. They make these lovely, lovely metal posters you can see behind me. If you are just listening to this podcast, then listen really hard. You can hear my dog drinking water, but also you might be able to hear how cool those posters look. They have a downbeat store. They've got a Barcelona store. They've got all your football teams. They've got Diablo. We love Diablo, don't we? We love a little level up, right? They've got everything. Pop something into the display.com search bar. They're going to have a poster for it. Every one that you buy, they're going to plant a tree. Ironically, some of those trees may end up... They, I don't know if they sort of look after the trees once they've been grown. They might end up as rubbish posters. But by continuing to buy displays instead of posters, maybe we can alleviate some of that eco-terrorism from paper posters. This is an insane advert, isn't it? And we can bring it back, bring the earth back to a sort of climate of trees and beautiful things, and we'll have beautiful posters that are eco-friendly from Displate.com. Use the code DOWNBEAT, that's DOWNBEAT, no the, don't know why, DOWNBEAT to get 22% off one to three displays, or you can get 30% off three or more displays, Displate.com, code DOWNBEAT. My guest on the Downbeat podcast this week, guests are Isaac and Matt from Kublai Khan. This is one of my favourite episodes I've ever done. 
We had a hell of a day before it. I, I basically picked them up in the morning before their show in Glasgow. We had a full fun day and we ended it with a podcast. We barely scratched the surface of their band. We just have it like it was literally just three mates hanging out. I love Kubla Khan. They're my go to every year. They are in my top five. Every single year they're in my Spotify wrapped. Uh, unbelievable band. Super heavy, super groovy. If you're living under a rock, go check them out. It's Isaac and Matt from Kubla Khan on the Downbeat podcast. Isaac, Matt, yeah. we've been hanging out all day, so I'll pretend yeah. that we've just met. Yeah. <laughs> How are we? Good. Doing good. Doing good. We've had a busy day. What have we been up to? Who would like to run, run down the day? Uh, we rolled in super early, drove around for 40 minutes trying to park downtown, uh, got picked up by you. By me. We went uh, to the gym. Went to the gym. Got a look nice, at, look at those. Yeah, there we go. Look, look at the there state of those. Look at the camera. That's good. <laughs> For the podcast. You know? Didn't even do bicep. If you're just listening to this and you're missing out on some pythons right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, we had a little train. Yeah. That was on Nando's. Are we allowed to say that we had Nando's? Because technically yeah. you missed loading for Nando's. Yeah. yeah. I think it's okay. This Tell them about the loading. I mean, the only building in the whole city that doesn't have a fucking elevator. No, there's two. There's two venues on the same street. And mm. the loadings are just as bad. Cat House and the Classic Grand, just stairs. So we skipped it. You skipped it. Yep. Mm. But you skipped it in the name of uh, very good uh, press. It's a press opportunity, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, really. Would much rather be doing this than doing that. Yeah. You, we, uh, I, I did it for you. I finessed it for you. Yeah. Thank we you. We got into the gym for free as well. Mm. Mm. Did everyone get a good workout in? Solid. Yeah. Good day. That's my, I need that when I'm on tour. Like, what do you guys do on tour? Oh, look at that question straight away. I'm a professional. Would you, <laughs> would you do gym-wise on tour? Uh, when, we're, when we're in the States, uh, we've got a, a lot more time to kill. So a lot of times we'll go in the mornings just before we roll up for loading. But over here, we just haven't figured that out yet, I guess. It kind of sucks here because the states. I assume you're Planet Fitness. Yeah, just go to the Planet Fitness wherever every day. Yeah. How much is Planet Fitness a month? It's like ten bucks for for four of us. I think it's forty bucks. Yeah, because not yeah. all of us have. Because like I don't have it, but two of the other you, guys have it. Yeah. So we go in as black cars. Yeah. Yeah. And we then, do that usually by the first half of the tour, and then we fuck off, and then we get real, real shot. Real yeah, we eat a lot of McDonald's and drink yeah. a lot of soda. Yeah, but see, I don't, I don't care about that. Like, I eat like shit on tour. You still need it, as yeah, because I, yeah. I fuck, I need the energy. If I'm going to the gym yeah. and I'm playing drums, <clears throat> give me the dog shit. I think mm -hmm. it's also the you know the later in the tour you get, the more you're staying up late, hanging out with the other bands. You know, you start to get a lot tighter through the tour, mm. spending more time with them, less time just as a little solo. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, even on the last one because we we went out with Iris Murder and you know Kev, he's big as a fucking house yeah and he's strong yeah, yeah he's 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 crazy bones man like the last half of the tour <clears throat> he'd walk by the fucking green room door with his bag and shit and we'd be like oh you going to the gym he'd be like yeah really don't want to but i'm gonna do it and i mean but honestly he's like you say that's what separates him from 
the whole rest of the planet. That's, that's why it looks you like know? he does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could just fuck off the last two weeks, but he doesn't. Yeah. I you don't you don't drink. No. You I do. You do drink. What's your drink? I got there's a lot to unpack from this that I want to go into, mostly yeah. involving drinking and fast food. Mm-hmm. Um how do you find drinking? on tour like have you got a protocol because i've been we've been talking in the gym about variables of what helps us play better what helps us not play better i'm in a whole situation at the moment where i'm like testing different levels of drinking it, it doesn't it doesn't even matter where i'm how many drinks in i'm before the set it really doesn't matter i'm also not doing anything like super technical or super fast i, th- I think i have it pretty easy but yeah, I'll. I mean, I'll start drinking as soon as we load in, and stop drinking when I go to bed every day. A lot of times, yeah. And he just acts like there's nothing. Yeah, like I'm also like uh, very slow. You want, you want a beer? I can. I'm not, I mean, I would drink one, but let me finish the coffee, coffee first. Yeah. I got beer. I got whiskey. I got yeah. whatever you want. I'm, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm also not. I'm not getting hammered. I'm not getting blackout. I'm just sipping all day. You know, just yeah. just chilling out of boredom. I think it's mostly boredom. Yeah. Just I, sitting around. Cause I mean, when you, you get to the venue at noon, load in at two, sound check at four, show doors at seven, you know, you're there for 12, 14 hours a day so in a parking lot, you know? So what do you do then when you're not drinking? Run merch. You do, you do merch. Eric and I, yeah, we still sell all our own shit. We don't bring anybody on tour. We don't do any of that. Punk. So yeah. Why not? Just keep the money. Yeah, more money in the pocket. Plus, it's like, it's just weird fucking thing. And I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, man, am I like, it's like an ego trip or something. But it's, it's nice because it gives you a purpose, but also, you talk to these people. Like I, I realize sometimes when I tour with other bands that they, besides when they go out on the stage, they don't ever see anyone at eye level that mm-hmm. came to that show. And that's everybody's own thing if that's what you want to do. But like, I get some kind of weird enjoyment out of just like. Talking to people, hanging out, shaking hands, like it makes it feel more real, like it's an actual event you for me personally, like as far as like my enjoyment of the show, because if I was just sitting in the green room, sitting on my phone, I do that already in the van. So it's like, that's kind of the only social interaction that I get some days. You said, uh, I don't know if it's an ego trip, but I think it's the complete opposite of an ego trip. <laughs> like you are meeting the people that like your music. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty... I ain't fucking doing merch, I'll tell you that much. Oh. But <laughs> I mean, hey, it's not like it's not a nightmare. I love you know me- I, mean? I love meeting people. Yeah. But fuck. I love talking to drummers. Yeah. I'll sit and talk to a drummer all day, but I'm just not a very social person. So, you know, I'm not. I'll sit in the back, talk to the bands. I, I can't. That's I'm also thing. dealing with all the back end stuff. Like we've all we're all working all day. You know, we've all got our jobs. Mine's just not out front. Mm. None of us so. are crazy social, really, though. Like when yeah. it comes down, like yeah. comes down to it, like we force ourselves to be social and do stuff because that's just the name of the game. But given a choice, I feel like we'd all be in a hammock somewhere. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. more our speed. Mm. But talking to people is shit sometimes. Did you just yeah. say be in a hammock somewhere? Yeah, yeah. as in like a literal, uh-huh. like out and. Go out and off in the woods somewhere and just yeah, that'd feel be great. Yeah, yeah you, love it. You you've got that vibe as a band. Yeah, for quite a scary band, you got like laid back. You live in a camper. <laughs> yeah, been doing it over a year now. I just out of choice. Yeah, well, honestly, out of necessity to a point. 
Because whenever I first moved to Tampa, I was just kind of crowd. Are you in Tampa? Yeah. I fucking love Tampa. Tampa's the shit. Florida's the shit. Everybody that talks shit on Florida. I don't under. I understand why, because it is kind of like a wild place. I love yeah. it, but it's dude. It. <laughs> I wake up every morning, and I love Texas more than anything ever. And I question sometimes. I'm like, damn, like, but am I gonna stay in Florida? Because I fucking love Florida, and I'm not a Florida guy. I wasn't born there. You know what I mean? I only would come through on tour and stuff like that. But yeah, Florida's a shit. And campers are huge in Florida just because seasonally the weather's always good. Yeah. But the problem is, is once the pandemic and all the shit happened, everybody started leaving certain states and going to other states. And Florida was one of the first states that just was like, we're open. You can just work and do whatever you want. And I was late to the game. I was living in Arizona doing my thing. But whenever I finally ended up moving to Tampa to start tattooing, the area that the shop is in, the average rent when I was looking around at apartments and shit is fucked up. It was like, you know, anywhere from like $1,900 to $2,500 for a shit box that you got to sign up for three months in advance and maybe they'll call you, maybe they won't. And it just sucks because uh, you know how it is being on the road. You're pissing that money away. I don't yeah. have a partner. I don't have a significant other or anybody that can watch the fort for me while I'm gone. So then, yeah, honestly, buying a used camper was a logical choice because I bought it cash, used Paid itself off in six months Tampa rent. Yeah. And it's small. It's the shit. I can go wherever I want. It's, it's. What's your toilet situation? I don't know what a camper is like. Okay. So the toilet situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd probably say the camper from front to back is probably that wall and maybe computer right there. It's, it's real yeah, small. It's, it's called a honeymooner which is meant for a couple to fuck in for a weekend and then be like, well, let's go park it back in the backyard and be done with it for the next six months, you know? But I live in it full time. and uh, just, so Just in there. Yeah, and for the first probably seven months of living in it, I didn't use a toilet because I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm right by work. If I got to shit, I'll just go in and shit at work or I'll shit at the gym or shit at the gas station. Wherever I'm at, I'll just shit there. And I was like, for pissing, I just walked out my door and would piss outside. Yeah. Because it's in a gated backyard, right? And uh, came back from the studio when we were doing Theory of Mind, and we all got food poisoning or something. Oh, like, no. we were shitting black tar. Like, fucked up. <laughs> except, <laughs> except me. I was safe somehow. Yeah. Everybody else. Yeah. Well, I don't drink it. <laughs> I wasn't drinking at the studio. He's got the Oklahoma yeah. blood. It just keeps yeah. him safe. Nice. But I get I, I was like one of the last ones to get sick, and I'm in the airport just pinching it off. And I'm on the plane having to get up every five minutes to go fucking shit black in their toilet, right? Why was it black? I don't know. Everyone confirmed every, the same blackness. It, it, was, it was like bad, though, because Randy, Randy had to go home for a day. He took a whole day off. We were only there for seven days, and he had to go home for one of them. Because he got it as well. He got where, it first. Where did, where did you get it from? We don't know. Come on. We have... Uh, was this in Belleville or was this? It was in. Place? It was at the was new at the place. New yeah. Uh, no one cooked us oh. some some pasta. Yeah, but that's some with sauce what, though. With some with some water from the area, maybe. I don't know. Here's we, the thing. Yeah, we don't know. We that's all the only ate thing the pasta. We could think, Most of us started shitting black within a day. That's the only thing that changed. But it and was I, just pasta and sauce. No, like meat in there. There was no, meat there. Meat in yeah. there. Yeah. He did like a bacon quilt. It was good. It was good. But was fuck. It, At what cost? Well. Yeah, exactly. It costs everything, you know? Yeah. It was fucked up, but that was the first time I used my toilet in the camper. Was I was so sick that I was like, I'm going to shit 
I have to shit. And the only reason I never shit in the camper toilet was because I was like, oh, resale value. I'll live in this for a couple years, sell it. But it goes down with the amount of shit. I just, my logic's fucked up. You know, I was like, insane. I was like, if I don't shit in it. I think we like it. Wait a minute. You've been shitting in this thing, haven't you? Wait a minute. That looks about 1,900 shits. (laughs) Yeah. There is a shit meter. It's funny. You have to read it, and that's when you empty it, which I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, and dude, I just started just demolishing this toilet for like two days straight. And then after that, I was like, damn, this is way sicker than going and pissing outside. Because like I would go outside in the middle of summer in Florida. And my glasses broke maybe like six years ago. So when I take my contacts out, I just can't see. So I'll step out of the trailer into just the muggiest shit you've ever felt ever. Walk out into the yard, just start pissing. You can look at my shoulders and there's just mosquitoes just everywhere. And I'm like getting bit up trying to hurry up and piss so I can go back in and go to sleep. So it was nice to be able to wake up, walk three feet, pissing shit in my toilet. The problem with it now, though, is... You get two tanks when you live in a camper. You got your gray tank and your black tank, and you got to you gotta dump them, okay? So where I was at is uh, the, all the dumping fucking tubes are on the wrong side. Right. So every time that I need to dump my shower water and my shit water, I have to take a fucking hose, bear hug it, crawl underneath like Rambo <laughs> style underneath the whole frame of the camper get to the other side, hook it up, pull the fucking latches so it all goes. And then the problem is, is there's not enough uh, gravity for it to get down into the port that it's supposed to go down to. So I have to close the, the fucking things, unhook it. And like shimmy? Yeah, tilt it up. Otherwise, it'll just dump water on me. It's shit and poop and Can't fucking stuff. Can't you just stuff. park the thing... Yeah, but that's that's too much trouble. Well, just right like now. where he's parked, he can't... There's like no hookup and he can't get to... You know, anything. The, just there, like where he's parked right Yeah, now. there's a hookup. It's just yeah. on the wrong yeah. side. Yeah, but can you flip the camper? Sure, but I just don't care. I'll just shimmy underneath it. My life is just all those that, things. That seems like I, a I, lot of... How often do you have to do that? That seems like a lot of pain. Every, maybe every week and a half. Why can't you just change it? Well, because if I'm going to do that, well, it's real precarious, man. Where... It's situated. I don't, even, I don't even think you could because you had to back it in there. I'd have to buy a trailer dolly, which those are like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Someone to listening to this will do it for you. Buy me a trailer dolly so I don't have to fucking get covered in shit. No, someone with one in Tampa will hear this and will come and flip your thing. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could probably see if Home Depot will let me rent one, but like, it's always one of those things. If I'm being real, and this is so fucked up, but I'm always like, man, I'm only here for a couple more weeks. We're about to leave for this tour, leave for that tour, yeah. and I just keep putting it off. Mm. And I've never, That's me with loads of shit. I've never dumped oh, it on yeah. myself. I successfully shimmy under, holding it. I get it under the fucking all the underneath components, and I drain that motherfucker down, and then I'm good. It's like a whole fifteen minute exchange. Oh, okay. In my head, it's like half no. a day. No, no, no. Shit, no. If it was half a day, I wouldn't be doing it. That's why I was like, yeah, fifteen minutes tops, and then I go in, and because I have no more, all my shower water's dumped and all that, I take a what we call Hollywood shower. That's where you can just shower for fucking 10 minutes if I feel like it. Because usually the shower I take is like... Who calls it a Hollywood shower? Eh, that's what they call it in Scouts. <laughs> when you can take a shower like... Because I don't have hot water either. All my showers are cold water. Fucking this guy. Yeah. You're just fucking <laughs> cast iron. <laughs> so I'll shower at the gym, and I still take a cold shower at the gym every morning. And then at night, I shower in the camper, but to reserve water, you literally just crank it, 
you get motherfucking wet and then you soap up with it off. Yeah, like a bandwagon. Yeah, a bandwagon exactly. shower. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. like that. And I like my life. And the thing is, like, I tell people this, and they're like, "What the fuck is <laughs> nah, wrong?" I, I, in and my like, head, it's like, "Oh, it's just like bandwagon. Yeah, it just, it's just, just less off. shit to deal with. Yeah, it just opinion. becomes normal." Yeah, like I feel like a house because I had a house in uh, when I was living in West Virginia, three bedroom house, two car garage. It was great. Cleaning that motherfucker oh, yeah, sucked. Like that. Everything about it, and it was me living alone. So now that I'm just yeah. in this camper by myself, cleaning the whole thing, countertops, floors, sweeping it, all that shit. Half hour tops if I'm really feeling like doing it, you know what I mean. Mm. So that's enough of that though. But it was, it's cool. I like it. Like that it. was a that was a good little insight there oh, into yeah. Tampa Matt. Like <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's not your typical living situation. Yeah, Tampa like Tampa in particular. Mm. Tampa St. Pete, like that's my shit. Every time we're on tour, I'm like, this is like Leeds, but in the states like everyone's a bit of a psycho yeah. everyone's fucking ready to party or hang out or just be a little bit crazy yeah, yeah. it reminds me of like northern england but you mm. just slap it in or scotland slap it in fucking florida it's down by the gulf yeah, yeah. but you with good weather and drive 10 minutes down the road you can go see fucking 80 alligators piled up in a pool together you can feed them you can like it's literally the most nut shit you can imagine. And there's so many people, because everybody goes to retire there. There's people from everywhere. Yeah. Like, there was a dude that uh, I went to St. Augustine with my mentor, who's teaching me to tattoo, uh, for Thanksgiving. And we met a guy who was, like, a general in, like, the South African Army. hard body motherfucker, dude. One of his eyes didn't work, like, and he was sitting out there just smoking a cigar. And we were like, this is the guy we need to talk to. Yeah, this just, guy knows some shit. Yeah, just retiring. everybody else is talking about how much money they got, and this guy's sitting over there in a corner smoking a cigar. I'm like, fuck. But he said, he's like, yeah, him and his wife bought a boat in South Africa. They were traveling the world to figure out where they wanted to live, ended up in St. Augustine, and he was like, this is the closest place I've ever felt to South Africa. I don't know what the fuck that means. So he lives on a boat. <laughs> but I'm He like, lives on a boat. I guess so. Is that yeah. your next step? Boat mm, life? That, uh, I don't like deep water. You know what thalassophobia is? No. Come on. I'll, sometimes you got a lot of phobias. Yeah, I'll, I'll like, sometimes at night I'll be feeling crazy. I'll be laying in my bed and I'll Google thalassophobia. What is it? It's a fear of deep, dark water. Oh, yeah. how's this yeah. submarine shit for yeah. Fuck that. Dude, you'd have to put a gun to my head to get me in a submarine. That's <laughs> fucked up. When I first heard about that shit, too, I was like, so people pay money to be scared shitless down at the bottom of the ocean. Like, there's no fucking way, man. I, I don't even like going in public pools sometimes when it's dark outside. Just because it's dark. It's dark. Because if I close my eyes and I open them up underwater and I can't see, dude, it's like. I've definitely, like, jumped in some water at night that scared me, for hmm. sure. Like, ponds and lakes and stuff that I was like, I probably I probably shouldn't be in here this dark. You know? why, is, why has the darkness got to do with the danger? What do you No mean? idea. <laughs> I feel like that's the most base, logical fucking yeah, human what, emotion. What, yeah, but what else is happening in the dark? Alligators. You heard about that guy in Florida that got his arm bit off outside of a bar pissing? No. This dude, there's this place, that, like some bar somewhere in Florida. A guy, the bathroom was full or whatever. I'm fucking the story up, but it, you'll get it either way. So the guy's like, he's plastered. He's like, I'm going to go outside and I'm just going to piss outside. So he walks to the back of the bar, which is like waterfront. And first thing that my mentor told me, because I was like, oh, I'm going to swim everywhere out in this motherfucker. He said, assume any body of water has an alligator in it. 
He's like, he's like, I don't care if it's in the middle of town. I don't care if it's in front of Walmart. There could be a fucking alligator in it. I was like, okay. And so this guy at this bar, he goes out to piss, fucking stumbles into the water with his cock out, gets his arm in an alligator's mouth. It rips his whole arm off. Jesus. And I saw the video footage where his, his friends are coming to get him, and it's like that fucking Blair Witch shit. They got the fucking spotlight on the phone trying to find him, and he's washing his nub in the water trying to get up. Cause this, and he's so plastered, he's like, I don't know what happened. And then they pull him onto the fucking. Well, he doesn't even know shoulder. his arm's gone. Nah, and it looks like something out of fucking deep blue sea. His shit's all fucking mangled up, looks like spaghetti. And that's like, hell no okay. for a piss. Okay, I didn't think, because obviously I live in fucking Scotland where there's, there's no alligators. Yeah, the very best oh. there's a chopping trolley and some fish mm-hmm. in the body of water. But you live in. Where do you live? Nashville. Uh, so. No alligators there. You got swamps. Where when when does swamp happen? Because it's close to like Tennessee, isn't Florida, it? Florida, straight west over to Texas, basically, like Louisiana to Florida. That yeah. whole that whole bottom line of U.S. You yeah. could take that whole highway and you'll go over yeah. swamp. Yeah, the, yeah. the Bayou shit. Like, oh, I love it. Oh, you love it. Yeah, I love that it. shit scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, man. that's we've the kind talked of, about wanting to live in. That yeah, shit. I would go live down in Louisiana. What yeah. with like in my head, you got Kublai Khan, and it's like you all live. On the swamp, and you have those hovercrafts with the big, yeah, an airboat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's how we have to get to each other's houses. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, and it, yeah, all of you are on the same swamp. Yeah, you should do some airboat merch. That's that's a sick. That's some water boy shit. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking sick like image. Have you ever been on an airboat? No, but I'd love to. Yeah, me too. We should go on an airboat sometime. I would love to do that. We'll do it in. I think I've only ever been. When did we do? The only Yelp review I've ever left was for a uh, <laughs> was for a Chili's, and I, I, I think it was in Alabama or it was somewhere. Alabama's pretty bayou, isn't it? You I think bayous? I think when you go like south, yeah, yeah, they got they got the yeah. like cypress trees. I think the one with all the ferns and yeah, moss like, looks the same. It was whatever it was. It was scary, and uh, like I was really hungry because the drive was really long, and there was like a like a band aid in my food. In the chilies, Fuck. and it was already like terrible. Was it bloody? Shitty fucking food. Yeah, like some guy's arm on it. No, it, <laughs> it was like it's the only time I've ever left a Yelp review. Was what pretty, was the review? It was pretty fucking bad. Was it funny? Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I remember I just sat. I didn't eat my food. Now you channeled all of that hunger into this one like review of this one chilies. I'll try and find it one day. Maybe I'll find it and put it on the screen. Um, while we're still on the subject of um food actually you mentioned halfway through the tour you get into eating at mcdonald's i mean that's day one but uh, yeah. i was gonna say what's your what's your diet on tour and you know, doesn't diet just means what food do you eat i'm just saying there's no know, there's no know, restrictions what's your, what's your tier list like where's where's number one like, i like this question though where's number one like universally agreed if you drive past it you're stopping or if there's one coming up you know where? Chipotle. Oh. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Chipotle like their quality's been slipping though. If yeah. anybody really? watches from Chipotle, y'all need to get your shit together, man. Get on that fucking lens and tell them. Every time you go in, you don't have the right shit. You got rice spilled everywhere. I worked at Chipotle for a year. And I'm not trying to even sound like a Chipotle old head or nothing, but like <laughs> But they would, my generation of Chipotle workers would have never put up with the shit that y'all are putting out now. 
And it sucks because it's still good enough, though. It's still, it still beats still out. It like, keeps getting you back. Yeah. What, yeah. Are you, what, what, what are you unhappy with? What's been happening? It's just fucked up. It's gross now. Like they de- The thing that gets me is they never have enough shit. When you walk in there and they're out of cheese at 2 p.m. Yeah, that's fucked up. Who in the building planned that out? <laughs> if every other restaurant... No, we're having cheese today. Yeah, well, you guys can't run to Walmart and just go put it on the company bill. Go grab some more fucking cheese because, like, they're always out of shit. The fucking customer service, which I'm I'm weird about customer service. I think customer service is important. I don't want to go to someplace. I don't care what your home life is like, and people are going to be get mad. I don't care, but, like... When People love getting mad at you. So just yeah, continue. this is what it is. But <laughs> and when I'm at work, any job I've ever had, no matter how much it sucked, I put a smile on for people. I tried to be good to people because it's not my shit in their problem. You know what I'm saying? And that's why whenever I go there, there's one in specific. There's the Tampa one that I go to, and my mortal enemy <laughs> lives there. And I'm sure she's a sweet girl, whatever. She might be getting your camper turned around. So be careful. (laughs) She just has the worst attitude. Every time I see her, I'm like, here we fucking go. I'm like, this motherfucker running the cash register. And I'm a grown-ass man walking up to her, and she's always like, what'd you get? I'm like, it's right there, motherfucker. Use your eyes. I don't work here. I'm not getting paid to do that. Wait, she asked you what you get. Yeah. Yeah, that's not in the job description. Dude, when I talk about... I've told multiple people about this woman. She just does not get... She'll literally look at you, and the minute you make eye contact, roll her motherfucking eyes. Like, crazy Sounds like there's tension shit. here, though. This no, sounds there like... There is no mm, tension. Sounds like you might like each other. No. <laughs> no. What's your order? What's your order? Uh, it's, What'd it's, you get? Does that you get PTSD? <laughs> yeah. No, I just get brown rice, steak, maybe add some chicken, and then cheese. It's simple. There's no way to fuck that no up. No sour cream? I get it on the side if I'm feeling slutty. You know what I'm saying? No, what salsa? You didn't give me the full order. Talk me through that. That's the, the, full, order, the full order, order. Yeah, see, I, do, I don't do sour cream. Well, that's why you look the way you do and I look the way I look. No, because I get guacamole. I just don't let the sour cream. I figured out fucks my stomach up. I thought oh. it was the spice. Are it's you lactose intolerant? Cream. I don't know. Probably. Mm. Still going to eat it. Still going to eat ice cream every day of my fucking life. That's Still delicious. Shit. That's my shit. Yesterday, you know what I did? I mm. left a tub of ice cream on the side by accident. Forgot about it. Just drank it. <laughs> it was fucking wonderful. Um, Milkshake. What's your order, Chipotle? Uh, every time something different. What? He's no one time. Yeah. I just, but that's part of why I like it is I, ha- I haven't gotten sick of it yet. What are you mixing up? Give me day meats, one and day three. The salsas, like the veggies. I'll do, I'll do a veggie bowl sometimes. Every different meat. Whatever. Like burrito, bowl, tacos, like whatever. Wow. Every day something different. You are yeah. tasting the rainbow there. Yeah. It's so good. It's like fucking, even if you get a drink and you get chips, it's like 12 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking wonderful. Have you ever like, you know, whenever you have a girlfriend and you really, you really like each other for a while and things are great and then you just kind of like get bored, but then something will happen and you're like, God, I love you. And it's like amazing again. Yeah. You try anal. Yeah, <laughs> anal for me was smoked chipotle Tabasco sauce. <laughs> so now I go in there like almost honestly every day. I switch between two different chipotles so I don't think I'm that a psychopath. That might be the best thing anyone's ever said on the you podcast. Know, 
And then you just put that shit on there, and it's like it's a whole new world with that sauce. I went, I went through a period, and I still do it. I don't have any at the moment, but you can't really get that in the UK, so I order it on Amazon. Mm. And then my meal prep is essentially I make chipotle, but at home, and I have that. And what do you get at chipotle? Do you eat chipotle if yeah, you just make it? Yes, I fucking do. Well, no, we don't have it here. We've got like two in the UK. But when I'm in the states, oh, I forgot, I'll, yeah. I'm in the states, I'll have it every day if yeah. I can, uh-huh. like for one of my fucking meals. Chicken, uh, bowl, start at the front of the line. So, buddy. You know so what I'm saying? Bowl with three soft uh, tortillas on the sides. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, old Good head. Start. Oh, that the, rules. The, old, the old head. Um, <laughs> white rice. Yeah, controversial. Um, then chicken, and I assess the heaviness of the spoon with the first <laughs> spoonful. And if it's not good, I ask for double chicken. Yeah, but if they do just a single chicken. And it's a heavy one, I'll keep it. But yeah. when I ask, well, could I get double chicken? There's like a little look where I'm like, you fucked up. Some of those motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but sometimes that works in your favor because they're like, one scoop of chicken, fucking loads of it. Yeah. Then I just do guacamole, the normal salsa. What's normal? What, mild, the whatever. Tomatoes yeah. and shit? Yeah, the, yeah the, the mild one. No cheese. That's it. Why is there no cheese? Because they're out. Because <laughs> they're out. They run out. It's fucking 2 p.m. It's lunchtime. No one wants cheese. Um, I'm one of the few people that they base their cheese stock off. I don't want I don't want the cheese. Uh, I don't know what it is. Cheese sometimes, like, fucks me up. Maybe I haven't done. Maybe we just I think you're lactose just, intolerant, man. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, for the effect I get from the burrito, because the cheese never really melts, or like from the bowl, I don't really, sometimes I will put the cheese in. I don't really get like a big benefit other than maybe 400 extra calories in my diet, which maybe sometimes I need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cheese is a big, big it's dollar. Tasty. It is, but only if it melts. If it doesn't melt, I'm like, just I like it when it stays cold. When it you melts, I get pissed cheese. off. What? Because I don't want it. I want it. I want to be, because when it's cold, you can differentiate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I usually ask for a lot of cheese because I want there to be so much that it can't break the threshold of the heat and it won't melt. So that way, whenever I get that last bite and it's just tortilla and cheese and I'm not going to be able to shit for a week, like, uh, it's going to be a good bite. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I will have cheese, I'll admit. What's your drink? This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Just the water. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then a little, on the way out, a little splash of pib. The only place you can get pib. That's what we've been, dude, I still do that at home yeah. now, too. We're... Just getting waters to drink, mm. but then at the end of it, you go in and you Stealing. go, yeah, you just steal just, one. Just a taste. Oh, just, just. About 35 cents worth of the pib. On top of the water, or you just, no, you're no, having no. a shot like, of pib. Yeah, shot of pib. Shot of pib. <laughs> shot of shot pib. That way you get the nice little rush of the taste and the sizzle and all that shit, but you're not, nobody needs a whole cup of pib. All right, bad for you. Yeah. Terrible. I'm, I always get roasted from, I'll get like a relatively nuts McDonald's order or like a fast food order and then I'll get a diet drink and everyone's like, oh, why are you getting that? It's like, I'm already having Damage control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm already, especially in the States, you've got such good like zero drinks. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. you got a Baja Blast Zero. 
You ever had no, that shit? No. No. We don't do that. You don't, you don't do... If you're going to drink soda, drink motherfucking soda. You know no, what I'm saying? Trying to, coke, trying to be real. Coke heavy uh, band. Yeah. You I got coke, pissed off at heavy. the show yesterday because yeah. they only had the Coke Zero, and I was literally... I turned to him. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, well, do we have a rider? Why is there no regular it's Cokes? You're and then he reminded heavy. me, yeah. he was like, you told me you don't want to be drinking soda anymore. And I was See, like, yeah. you're on my team secretly. But now I do want a soda. <laughs> so I, God, Coke heavy. Yeah. No wonder you're so heavy. Mm-hmm. That's the music. I talked about the music. Yeah, well done. I did it. Check. Yeah. Okay, so Chipotle. Yep. Failing Chipotle. Where, where's your like? What's your, what's your, what's your bur- where's your burger spot? I don't care about music. I like this band. Listen to this band. Two albums. Two EPs? I don't know. A lot. Beats me, man. Loads, loads of shit. It's really good. We have like six releases. Check it out. Know. Yeah. We're still playing stuff. <laughs> you know? As long as it's got breakdowns, it gives a shit. Isn't it? And it's got a bit where it's just you singing, and it's got a bit where it's just you yeah, in the bass. Bish, bash, bash, bash. Very good. Yeah. Cool concert. There's the Metallica fucking school. Like, actually, we are going to talk about music for a second here. Thing I love with you guys is when it is just bass and drums. They were closed hi hat as well. Just. There was one tour where I don't think I realized it until we were playing. We'd be playing in front of like what two thousand people or whatever, and throughout the set, there had to be like three solid minutes of just drums. Yeah, or like another three solid minutes of just drums and bass. And yeah. I was like, oh dang, like we're, you know, I'm I'm just soloing up here a lot. It's sick on such a tiny drum kit. Tiny drum kit. Floor tom, kick drum, snare drum. That's it. Cymbals? I got a few. Two Still. crash, ride, hats, china. Classic. I would love if I could drop all of it, but I'm about as small as I can get. Are you going to go smaller or bigger? Ah. Uh, what could you do? I won't, you I won't go bigger. I was working real hard on dropping my second kick, dropping my double kick, and... Doing that thing. Well... As we were riding, I was riding with less and less double kick. And then we finally got to the point where our set list had no old songs with double kick in it. Yeah. And in that tour, when I was going to do single kick, is right when uh, Lowest Form of Animal came out. And on that EP, I wrote every song with double kick like an idiot. So now I'm stuck with it forever. Yeah. Like, I would spent years working on it, doing less and less and less. And then one EP, I was like, nah, whatever. Yeah, I, it's I'll sick, it though. You should, don't get rid of it. It's no, I won't. I won't now. I'm, I I realize what kind of band we are. Like, you got to accept it. Yeah, like, I'm I'm going to have a China forever. I'm going to have Double Kick forever. It's what, you know, it's what makes people want to move. It's the fucking... Yeah. What, you got a microphone? Yeah, whatever they give me at the house. You bring you bring anything? You got any any diva moments? Like, I've got to have this. I've got to have this in my monitors. Water, that's it. I get fucking pissed when a venue just doesn't have fucking four waters. Bottles of water. Yeah, four waters. It's like, you know, you come all the way out here, man, and I can't even I just drink my spit this it's whole just, set. It's just a dig at Europe. No, no this, is, this happens everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Europe's yeah. been okay with the waters this time. The worst is when you know you got to go to the fucking, you're playing some place and they're like, oh, yeah, go to the bar. They give you a pitcher. I'm like, okay, so I got to drink out of a fucking pitcher. Have you watched what's happening? Like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Like, I get it, I guess, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to be slightly more prepared. If you're, if you're an eco venue, I get it. 
yeah. but have everything backstage ready for us to be eco, eco together. Don't yeah. make me go and get my own fucking pitcher of water like I'm going to Exactly. Well. And that's the thing like, is I feel like our band is from the touring experience that we've had in the bands we've toured with, just seeing how everybody operates, we're on the, the lowest to the low end of the scale as far as like maintenance. Oh, we're, we yeah. don't ask for shit. Yeah. We don't need anything. No much, guy. Color. Yeah, you guys are slumming. You know what I mean? But You're it, fucking chinning under the venue. <laughs> <laughs> Emptying their crapper tanks for them and shit. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's easier that way. I mean, it's like we said earlier, if we've been 100% real, the payout's a lot better. And I'm sure there's a lot of motherfuckers that would love to drop what they're doing and come out on tour with us, but it's like, why? Like, I don't, I, I want to still be doing this stuff, at least at the level we're at right now. It gets yeah. harder and harder. Like, yesterday we played Tech Fest, and it's like a small, medium sized festival, I yeah. guess, in the UK. And it was cool, but dude, by about eight o'clock, I kept turning to the guys being like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I, all the, in terms gotta, of what, like people or yeah, just how many you know? Yeah, it's full of nerds, though. No offense to everyone at that <laughs> festival, but fuck me. Well, it's also <laughs> I, I don't know anything about that festival. I've just seen the lineup, but like that's a lot of nerdy. The bands. fact that we're that's, even on it's crazy. Good money. Yeah, it's all it's all. <laughs> it a, I mean, it was a good show, but yeah, like just also just being at festivals for you know, we're already at the venue twelve hours, but the doors are only open five or six. Yeah, but at a fest. You're there. I want to know who else. 18 and hours. It went off. the doors off. are open sick. 12. You know? We were stoked to be playing it. It was kind of a weird fit. Everybody kept telling us that, too. They're like, why are you guys on this? We're yeah, like, we're like, I don't. Because they asked us to. Yeah. Oh, we're, because we needed a, a little bit of respite from all the bands with the fucking saxophone or whatever. Um, I like a lot of those bands, actually. So yeah. Before it, anyone comes to me. I want to see ones. who was playing, because in my head, you're like the scariest band there, and everyone would be scared of you. Maybe. Was anyone scared of you? Probably not. I don't think we're very scary. You are one of the most contradicting on stage to real life people on earth. What do you mean? Because on stage, you're terrifying. Like singing, performing. Yeah. In between songs, you're not terrifying. Quite funny. But Thanks. In real life, you're just like an absolute sweetheart. Yeah. I mean... But the voice, the voice on him, yeah. you would think scary. I mean, I'm sure you could fucking kick someone's ass. I've got Born of Osiris, Ocean's 8 Alaska, Envisions, Pale Dusk. Pale Dusk, good. Yeah, we I met mean, them recently, actually. Yeah. He's ripped. What's his name? Die Die? From, mm -hmm. from, he's fucking stupidly ripped. Um, there was a pull-up challenge. I'm pretty sure it was Yeah. Him. No, I think he, like... He won it. Yeah. Was that at the festival you're talking with about? With full force. Yeah, full force. Yeah. There was a, yeah. It wasn't even, it was just a hanging challenge. And yeah. he did two minutes 40. Yeah. Psychopath. I tried it. I got 59 seconds. And it was like, they told me after a minute you got a trophy. And they didn't tell me that. They told me it afterwards. <laughs> and I got to 59 seconds. I was like, I'm, I'm never going to do two minutes 40. So I just gave up. So I could have definitely held on for one more fucking second. Yeah. That guy's ripped. I'm, I'm trying to find where you are on the lineup. It's uh, it's a you were yesterday three day thing yeah yeah okay let me find out Simon we're Simon you could before aborted aborted I toured with aborted a bunch of times back in yeah the day. they were nice love that band love oh here we go Chelsea Grin aborted Kubla Khan Harriet Harriet's fucking sick vexed monasteries in fear blind summit and then the second stage I can't even read that's bad for me <clears throat> I can't even read the name of that band. Mm. Something fear. Oh, bound in fear. Bound in fear. What do they sound like? 
was like kind of yeah, s- slammy shit, bunch of breakdowns, bunch of bass drops, just kick your ass in kind of shit. How long was your set? Mm. 45. That's about all we got. Yeah. I mean, that, this doesn't look like it did on, on previous years. It used <clears throat> to be like... There's only Jefferson I mean, Airplane, not that band, but like you know some variation of like a mad progressive band. Well, people are telling us the whole day they were like, because apparently this is the last one too. It's done after this year, and they were like, yeah. I mean, it was called Tech Fest for a reason, and then I guess over the years they started adding in other acts and stuff. Because yeah, we were the only band that was like us on that fest, but it played into our favor. The room was a fucking. Warzone, it was cool, yeah. man. I didn't see a single what I would consider tech band there. I mean, a lot of a lot of it's metal, metal. Yeah, not yeah. Hardcore. I don't think any of us even know what tech is. I man. don't. Yeah. Uh, Born of Osiris headlined that. Okay, yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. Okay. Yeah. No shade, but just like <clears throat> I wonder if maybe they are. It's the last year of it, and it's just going to be a festival next year. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. Like the name They're dropping like yeah, the tag. We're having a 10 minute conversation about how bad the name is. Technically the name is, I'm not going based on the name. You don't want to see tech bands. I don't, I don't, I want, maybe I want to see one tech band, but I don't yeah. want to see like, you know, but 40. that's the thing. A lot of the bands we were listening to, like what was that man? Like a fucking hundred year old man, hundred year old man, thousand year old. They man. weren't tech and they were badass as yeah, they were fuck. They were, they were like a thousand year old man. Hundred year old man. Was it a hundred? It was. Yeah. yeah. They kind of sounded like you ever heard of 40 Watt Sun. Oh, I fucking love 40 Watt Sun. It was like kind of like sick. 40 Watt Sun. And I, yeah. we were standing there in merch like, who in the fuck is this band? <laughs> but then like. You sure it wasn't him? Uh-uh, no, it wasn't him. No, they were like pretty young. Yeah, I went and followed them on Instagram and shit. That's sick. Yeah, they were good as fuck though. And it's yeah. like, they're definitely not tech as far as I'm considering tech. But then again, like, we're not tech. We don't know what the fuck yeah. tech music is. Like, when I think, if I were to think of tech, I'd think of like. People who wear like the fucking Japanese pants with like fucking chains and loops te- and shit. Te- technical pants. Yeah, like tech, tech pants. Tech, tech you know, pants, tech pants. Look like you're yeah. in Ghost in the Shell or whatever. It's, it's a good look. I wish uh, I could pull it off. Yeah. All right. I think maybe I could pull it off. It. I, I think you could. Um, what did we just talk about before that? 40 Watt Sun. Did you mm-hmm. ever listen to the band that, what's his name? Warning. Black, yeah, you listen yeah. to Warning. Fucking love one. This is a thing that keeps happening with me and like, I, I would. Would you call yourselves a hardcore band? Huh? Would you call yourselves a hardcore band? Nah, not really. What would you call yourselves? Metalcore. Metalcore. Yeah. See, I'm the same. People call straight a hardcore band. I'm like, no. okay. We're like <laughs> nothing. Give us metalcore. Mm-hmm. But like malevolence. I was talking to malevolence, and I was wearing a warning t-shirt. When I was like, oh fuck yeah, warning. I was like, why are all these bands? We found out about Forty Watt Sun through Malevolence. Through Malevolence, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if anyone doesn't know, Warning is Patrick something. I can't remember his name. I'm going to butcher it. Warning like ginger guy. was a UK doom band. 90s, I want to say like 94. The most depressing music on earth. Dude, the, I don't know what album it is, but it's the album cover with the motherfucker that's carrying the sticks on his back. Yeah, the, the brown. And- At least a couple times a year, I'll Google that record cover just to like gaze at it yeah. and just feel terrible. It is. It is it, the artwork, the music, the tone, everything is just like, well, I'm going to go die. You know, so depressing. Yeah. 40 Watt Sun's pretty goddamn depressing too, yeah, but, it's but it's a, a little, little more lighter and it's got like, it's still droney, but it's like, uh, parts got stuff, yeah, you know, and there's like, uh, harmonies and shit that are really beautiful. Like, I got to be in the right mood to hear that shit, though. Watching from a distance—that's the name of the album. Mm. 
God. In my head, I was like, I'm not going to remember this fucking album. Um, fucking sick, man. Check them out. Uh, they can't do anything. 40 Watt Sun's still going, but it's like... Yeah. Like I mean, I said. think even last time I looked, like, I don't even know if they any shows they're playing. I, I don't keep up with bands either. I'll listen to the same shit for five years, and then, uh, dude, this actually fucking happened. I, I feel, like, guilty telling this story. Come on. But it happened at, uh, what was it? What was it Resurrection? I don't know. That was one in Germany? Yeah. No, Resurrection Spain. What the fuck did Full I just force. say? Full, Full force. force. Yeah. Yeah. This, this drink isn't doing its job right now. Well, that's why that. we need a monster endorsement. Yeah. If the man asked for a monster and I said, down a fucking... No, I didn't say down a lens, but I'll say it down a lens right now. I said to him, me and you are the only motherfuckers drinking monster, right? Yep. We could help other people drink monster by giving me and Matthew Honeycutt money yeah. and product. Anyway. It's different whenever it's an actual, like before every tattoo I do, I walk across the street in Tampa, Florida to the liquor store and I get an OG green monster. Green. I do that. And That's it's a not, Florida man right there. You know what I'm saying? And it's the kind of thing where I'm not drinking it because it's like, ah, I'm going to drink. I love the way it tastes. I don't know any of the science behind if it does anything for me. It fucking does. <laughs> it's, it's probably fucking eating through my brain that's barely there anyways, but like- you can't beat it, man. You could literally put any other drink in front of me, and if there's a monster, nine times out of ten, I'm going to choose that monster. But only OG Green. Really? You don't um, fuck? I'm, I'm an ultra guy. The white one? I'm a monster old head. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Chipotle. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they, once they start coming out with a bunch of flavors and shit, it's kind of like with bands. It's like you put out too much music. I don't know. I like your old shit. You know, it's like I like the fucking you original like monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know you got saying? a monster order? My I'm OG Green. OG Green. I'm gonna well. drink him in I love yeah. Kubla Khan. I want to yeah. hang out on your swamp together and just, yeah. fucking yeah. just have drink a cooler monster, full of monster. <laughs> fucking get on our what are they called? Airboats. Airboats, yeah. A little hot 60 to 90 seconds right now and tell you about the sponsor of today's podcast, Athletic Greens. You know it by now. I love that little tasty drink that makes me feel better. It's AG1 from Athletic Greens. AG1 is a foundational nutritional drink combining 75 different superfoods, antioxidants, and stress adaptogen extracts. It's one scoop. I take it in the morning. It's a lovely green color, and it's a lovely green taste. Don't ask me what I mean by that. I take it in the morning. It helps gut health. It supports the immune system. It supports energy. First time I took it, I forgot to have a coffee. Pushed back those coffees. Now I have my first coffee at 12 o'clock. That's mental, right? Don't know what it is. You can go on the website and you can look at all the ingredients. It's got a bunch of stuff that I was buying separately, which I can save money by having it all in one scoop. I can save time. How many times, be honest, if you're a kind of biohacker person like me, how many times have you got your multivitamin, your methylated B vitamin, your... Uh, ashwagandha, all of these stuff that's contained in AG1, all of the pills, put them all in your mouth at once and then try and get a drink of water to swallow it down and it's horrible. Not only is it horrible, you're wasting time and you're not getting 75. You cannot get 75 pills in your mouth. I challenge you. AG1 by Athletic Greens cancels all that. One scoop, 250 milliliters of water. I get the travel packs so I can take them on tour so I never miss a day. I feel energized. My gut health is good. 
it's just great. I love it. I'm so stoked that they're a sponsor of the podcast. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and K2, which are essential, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash the downbeat. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash the downbeat. Anyway, tell me about this festival. Uh, oh, thoughts. yeah. And like I said, I, I this story, I... Literally was hanging out with my buddy Nick from Lionheart, and I told him, and I was like, I was like, bro, my skin's crawling because I feel like such a fucking dumbass. So I don't know bands. I don't know who people look like unless I tour with you for a fucking month. You know what I'm saying? Kind of shit. And I was walking into catering, and this dude walks past, and he was like, hey, man. He's like, saw you yesterday at Jar on Air. He was like, cool ass set. And I was like, dude, that rolls, man. Appreciate it. Just being nice talking, yada, yada. And I always come to this crossroad when yeah, I don't know uh, somebody. I'm fucking freaking out right now. Yeah. This happens to me every fucking Where day. Where I'm like, do I ask what band you're in mm. or do I just pretend that I know and then whenever it gets brought up, I don't know what's going on? That one. And uh, <laughs> That's what I do. He didn't. He goes, yeah, I go, hey, man. I was like, yeah. I was like, what, what band are you with? He goes, oh, I'm Chris from Hatebreed, man. And I was like, damn. I was like, that. thank you, bro. Like, that's sick. And I was like, dude. You could have just smashed me into a tin can at that point. Because it's one of those moments where you're just like, I listen to you every fucking day. You know what, though? I couldn't tell you what he looks like. I I didn't know. I don't know what anybody goddamn looks like. I can tell you what Jamie Jasta used to look like. I couldn't tell you what he looks like now. Big old beard and long hair and shit. Now, whenever I saw him play at that fest... I was like, holy shit, because I remember fucking he wasn't very clean happy. cut, goddamn, had the bandana and shit. But yeah, I, I, I've been carrying that shame around quite a bit. <laughs> Do you feel better for unloading it? I mean, it's kind of, yeah, like like telling somebody, oh man, I just, I killed somebody. I got to <laughs> tell somebody. <laughs> Therapy. Because I, I was like, it was even telling Nick, I was like, bro, if I see him again, which I didn't, I mean, I saw him play, but I'm not going to go out on stage and be like, oh, uh, what happened earlier was like really fucked up, you know? But I like, was like, if I see him again, I'm going to have to just come clean. Because we played a couple of shows opening for Hate Breed in Dallas. But we didn't really interact. We didn't like hang out. We didn't really talk too much. There might have been a fist bump on the way out or something mm-hmm. like that. But it wasn't enough where it was like substantial, at least in my opinion, you know. And we love that band as far as like where our band has come from. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, if I, ever, I was telling myself, if I ever see him, I got to just come clean and be like, look, man, I fucked up. Like, you're the shit, and I fucked up. But, and I don't ever get that way. I really just, I don't know, man. I don't know what people look like. I don't know shit about anything. I don't expect anybody to know what I look like. Half the time, people come up, and they're like, Mom, you're little and squatty and brown. I thought you'd be some big fucking white guy with the way you sound. It's like, no. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it's just my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's fucked up. Shit happens, but. I'm really fucking bad with that. And I'm just in general really fucking bad with names and really yeah. bad with faces and really bad with memory. So same. I want yeah, like I want everybody when they introduce themselves to be like, Hi, I'm Isaac. I play drums in Kulikon. Now not like to I sound, want everybody to do that yeah, to me. Not to sound you know, like uh, historically a very bad man indeed. But like I wish everyone just had like a label on them where yeah. I could just see what band they're from like a much less dark version where i could be like oh that's who that is and i can either pretend that i know or i yeah. can do the fucking math it, in my head. i feel like it sets the tone for the conversation you're about to have yeah but see know? that's the thing even yeah. in the case of this story 
I didn't know at the time, and I was genuinely interested. Yeah. But it's kind of when you get that wallop where it's like, I'm your fucking hero, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> punch in the fucking mouth, and you're just like, damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But You know what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring – this is why the podcast is video as well because, like, people don't know who people are. And yeah. when you see it on video, it's like, oh, I know that guy. It's in that band. I, I couldn't tell you what most – especially, like, old bands that I love, but it's not like Metallica – Mm-hmm. Like, I off the top of my head, I couldn't really probably if I met Andreas Kisser from Sepultura, I probably couldn't in my, in my head. My head wouldn't go, "That's that guy," until yeah. he said hello, and then I'd have that moment. I think yeah. that would be that moment for me. Well, it's I'll just be, it's crazy at those festivals, man, because you're kind of walking on. You don't know who the fuck is. Well, who there's also a thousand, to. a thousand people there that are all you know in a band or a label or yeah. you know somebody. Yeah, like, I was walking behind someone at Hellfest and they had a cowboy hat on and they had a proper strut and in my head I was like who the fuck is this guy mm-hmm. and then I walked past I was like oh it's Maynard from Tool <laughs> oh obviously and then in, immediately I was like he can walk however the fuck he wants yeah. Yeah. he had a crazy walk it was it was literally, I would ask you to do it for us I, mean, uh, I, nice. could, I could do it it was kind of like I'll explain it before I do it it was kind of like he was ready to pull out toy guns at any moment. Not real guns, toy guns. Because oh, it was... Let me just make sure I'm on the frame. It was like this. Like a little skip? Like he was going to... Yeah. <laughs> he's ready to go at any moment, yeah, man. Yeah, like he was just going to... But he's prepared. He was prepared, yeah. yeah. He had like three security guards with him. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't sneak up on him. I was trying to get my guns out. We were trying to have a fucking draw. Yeah. It was sunrise. Everything was ready, but he wasn't fucking there. Another Florida thing, too. What day of the week is it? What is today's date? Sunday. Is today the second? It's Sunday the second. Yesterday, I've been talking about this with them because it's, it's crazy. I think it's kind of cool, but it's kind of crazy at the same time. But we talk about Florida. Oh. Florida just passed the permitless carry. So now anybody and their grandma's just going to have me packing. So what, yeah, like, what, explain it to me like I'm five. Like you got to have like your concealed carry permit to, to have a gun under your shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you don't have to have shit. You can just do it. But you still need to be able to get the gun in the first place. Yeah. Sure, yeah. But most states, like you have to have a license to carry concealed or open. Yeah. In Florida? Not, you don't have to not do anymore. shit. Before I ask you what you think of this, in my head... I'll probably get heat for this, but this is where my brain immediately goes. So give me a minute to take it back later on, maybe. (laughs) So like in my head, anyone who was going to do anything bad with a gun was already concealing it without having the fucking license to do it. And most people who aren't going to do anything with a gun are still just concealing. Like that's the thing is like, it kind of is just like lifting the veil off of what people were already doing, yeah. which doesn't make it okay or not okay or yeah. whatever, but it's like... But I, I feel like a lot of people are carrying guns. You don't know about it. It's out of sight, out of mind. But when you start showing them off, you're just trying to make a statement. Yeah. Oh, hang on. So like the... No, I, I'm not talking about under your shirt. I'm okay. talking outside your shirt. You know, like yeah. that's that's what... That's just gun shit. Anybody can just carry a gun in... in View. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, that's it's what's different. Lost. Yeah, it's different than concealed carry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so everyone's just gonna be like wearing them. Yeah. So you no, still like need a concealed carry permit. Yes. Oh, think, okay. Right? No, I, as far as I knew, it was just like you don't have to have shit. I could just put a pistol 
right here in my pants right now and walk around in Florida. And as long as I'm not a fucking just, offender. Just a handgun? Or can you do it with any guns? You can carry whatever you want. Yeah, so people can just be walking around. I mean, that is insane. I mean, in Texas, yeah. you can walk around with a fucking rifle, a that's, sword, whatever you want. I think that's all pretty new, though. Yeah. Like, I remember but Oklahoma. But that's the thing is not everybody's doing that shit. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, that's a, that's the thing with open carry is the type of people, like, a lot of people are carrying guns in those states. The type of people who are carrying them visible are doing it for show. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you want to carry a gun for whatever personal reason you have, you don't need to let everybody know. Yeah. You know? And I, well, I'm I, not a gun guy by any means. It's not like I know the ups and downs yeah, of guns and shit, but it's, like, just kind of interesting. Florida's just, that's just one more tick into just fucking wild west of this you know what i mean let me throw this little curveball out there that i'm allowed to do because Mm. it's my platform and i can just say whatever i want um i'm not a gun guy Mm -hmm. but if everyone else had guns i'd have a fucking gun i'm like i I would still want to protect myself but also on the flip side of that if i was allowed to own a gun i would be dead because there would definitely be moments where if there had been access to the gun, I'd have been like, fuck this. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I'm very glad in this country that they're illegal. Yeah. But if they weren't, I'd have a cool gun probably. And I'd... You know, I'm not going to fucking go around doing anything with it. Well, that's the thing. Majority of gun owners, at least in the United States of America, are like, they're just normal motherfuckers that aren't doing shit. Yeah. You know? It's a, I don't know, just everything over there is fucking crazy, man. I mean, you tour over there all the time. You see how fucked up everything it is. It is fucked up. But yeah. It started with Chipotle and it just rolls down. They stopped I mean, giving a shit about the service. Now anybody can carry that, you know? That's how it happened. It's yeah. the butterfly effect. It's the Chipotle effect. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about music? We could. Yeah, whatever you want to talk about, man. What, you got anything coming up? You're, spo- you're supposed to be recording, but you've canceled it. We're supposed to be recording... Uh, we pushed it back. Nolan had an injury last November. That's talk about. I don't that. know. Yeah, I don't know. We, you know, made a couple posts about it, but just we're fixing it. You know, like he's he had a pinched nerve in his neck, had surgery, everything went good. Physical therapy to get strength back in his arm. Like, how did he get it? We don't know. We don't know. He had to get his whole goddamn disc taken out, and they put a fucking cinder block. Yeah, they in like there. did all sorts of crazy stuff. Not, but he, not he's literally a cinder block. He's no, totally, he's some, totally fine, he, except for he can't do this. That's the one something so so, so unique to playing guitar. Like that's the only thing he can't do. And so, yeah, so he's doing therapy. He's getting better. It's just happening slower than we expected. Is he still writing? And when did this happen? This happened last November, November 22. Okay, so... We were on tour when it happened. We were... kept being like, something's fucking wrong. Well, we were going to Australia in three days, and he called us and said, hey, I I can't play guitar. I can't go. Yeah. Did you still go? Yeah. Hell yeah. We had Nick from Justice for the Dam. He, like, called him, and he was like, yeah, I can do it. No problem. And he played it perfect. Yeah, he smoked it. Like, he just smashed it. Yeah. And then... So no one's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we talked to him, he said he's at 65%. Yeah. Have you been writing with him? We have not written anything yet. Yeah. We're kind of having to, like, see where he goes yeah. with it, you know? Because it's kind of a fucked up situation, man. It's one of those things that you really don't know 
how long something's going to take because everybody's different. The human yeah. body's different yeah. depending on how much work you're putting in to actually rehabilitate yourself. Like, it's all God, these factors. Came on the Wolverine stack. Came on that peptide tip. Well, I, I think that's legal. Call. I think that's legal to talk about. I don't know if it is. Um, Who gives a shit if it's not? Let's do it. Let's back it up. Came on that. I can't remember what it's called. It's like two separate peptides, four times a day. Boom, boom. Oh, you had a broken back. What happened? <laughs> back, baby. Um, <laughs> so, right, you wait. You waiting for that? Yeah. And then we're trying. What is the writing process normally? Assuming Nolan is not. So normally. Uh, we do most of the writing in the studio. We go pretty unprepared. Um, Nolan will come with like a hundred riffs, just individual riffs. Matt will come with like, you know, big part ideas. Wait, what just, comes as a big part idea? Mm, like when we did Theory of Mind, I was like, hey, we're going to start this song and it's going to say monkey see, monkey do, and people are going to fucking lose it. And it worked. That's Guess we what they fucking did. We yeah. booked studio time and walked in, and Matt was like, "I've got it, I've got where, it." Where does that come from? What the monkey see, monkey do? Like that idea, and then you going like, "That's fucking it." I mean, well, I get. He, the concept I mean, as of soon as he told us, we were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Okay, it's the song's done already. Yeah, like, this is first world problem. Child straight in the path. Same thing. Yeah. Someone has a fucking line, in it, and then there's a gang vocal that says, "Shut the fuck up," and it happens every chorus, and everyone just goes, "Yeah." Wrap it up. Yeah, so, sometimes it. you just like figure it out. And like as long as you and the rest of your band is on the same page, like, yeah, it all just comes together. But where does that come to you? Like, just out of my ass, man. <laughs> I just come up with it. Like, I literally, the whole monkey see, monkey do thing, I've been sitting on that for ages, bro. But there's never been a spot where that was ever going to work and yeah. really make any sense. And it's funny, too, because like, we, we've uh, gotten a decent amount of hate where people are like, oh my God, these are like eighth grade lyrics. And it's like, dude, you heard one thing? Like the whole song is, it makes sense as a whole. Yeah. Plus I feel like I question it. And I'm like, I mean, there's also license for people to just be like, yeah, that's really stupid. And that'd be true. But I also question, do, are there people that don't know that saying? They think I'm just saying monkey see, monkey do, and that means nothing. Yeah, it's like, maybe. like a child story. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it means something. <clears throat> yeah, because you know I get saying? it, and conceptually with the music as well, like when you've got like really abrasive fucking yeah, heavy it's music. A, it's a goofy line on its nose, but in the grand scheme of the lyrics, it makes complete sense. Yeah. And the, the amount of people that were like not getting that, because we're always a band where it's like, you just get it. We just tell you yeah. exactly. There's no fucking shit you got to do any math to figure out. It's just there. But that line, I was like so confident that I was like, this is going to fucking nail Which it did. Mm. People are screaming at every show. We haven't even played in the United States yet, so it's probably going to be even better over there. But it's like, that has been one of the few hiccups. Mon where monkey see, monkey do over there as well. So <laughs> That's what they got to do. You know what I mean? It's it's, And that's when we try and write our shit, like he said, like, dude, we'll sit in a room. For a week, the four of us with our instruments, and just be like, "That's cool. Oh, that's heavy." You know, is Randy there when you do that, or is that just you guys? It's it's he's in and out. It's changed over the years because we used to write. We'd all get together in a room and we would just jam until we had something we liked. Yeah, but we'd always have songs that weren't done till we got to the studio. You know, to finish the album, and the ones we wrote in the studio last minute are always the best songs. And every album we've done, we've written less and less ahead of time. Yeah. And written better and better songs. We're exactly yeah. the same. And so now we're to the point where we're like, 
why are we even going to try ahead of time? Yeah. Like, it's going to come together. Yeah. Like, we're going to, you know, we all still are thinking on stuff. Like, he's got his ideas. Nolan's got his riffs. But it, it's that the last minute, it always, it's always the best idea. And I don't know. Plus, Randy's know why. a wizard. Randy's fine. Randy will literally just say one thing and be like, what if you, like, flipped this and did this like that? And we're like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. In my yeah, life. yeah. And that's something that actually I notice a lot in your music. And I want to know. Is it you guys or is it Randy? You will, especially on the last EP, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like messing with the flow, particularly drums, like where the snare will go. That, that would probably be me. That's a you. Yeah. So that's like, you, you know, you've got a bit that's like a two and a four and then you'll break into like a boom. Dun, dun. There's one real particular bit I'm thinking of. I can't remember. I love like... I feel like so many bands I grew up listening to did stuff like that. Like I grew up listening to like a lot of prog music. Mm. And tech. so, yeah. Tech. 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 It's full circle. Yeah. In, um, in Chipotle. Yeah. Golden era Chipotle yeah. when cheese was ample. That's when I was listening to the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that was such a like staple because that's what I grew up when I was learning drums. You know, that was just like. Yeah, like let's play the part. Let's get get everybody. They know what's coming, and then let's just let's just take it a little bit just the other way. Modulate just, just for a split second, and yeah. then we'll come back to it. And I love that. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. I don't feel like anyone's really done it that much in the in the sort of I want to underground. Well, it's it's hard too because for me the drums are like I I don't want to fake anybody out. I don't want to do tech stuff. We're a band of breakdowns and one-liners. Yeah. You need to know it's coming. And so I'm I'm not trying to trick anybody. So you still have to do it in a way that it grooves. Yeah. You know, like I want I just want to add a little flavor, but I don't want to I don't want to mess anybody up. I don't want to ruin the vibe. Yeah. Just a little just a little flavor. Yeah, it happens for know? like half like, a half a bar and yeah. it's just like oh reminds me of the way Mastodon do it. Yeah. Mastodon do it like um Fucking the song on Leviathan, I can't remember what it is, is right at the end. Sea Beast. Right at the end of Sea Beast, there's one moment where the snare just goes from being on like the three in six eight, it goes to a, like a two step beat. Completely changes the riff, but then before you've even realized, it's back to normal. Oh, yeah. That shit's fucking cool. I love that. Metric modulation is the official term for that. Anyway, mm-hmm. Gavin Harrison. I had a book when I was a kid. Sorry to get drummy. Uh, you guys got to talk about something. You rhythmic, know, you like. rhythmic illusions. I love it. Yeah. Gavin Harrison. Yeah. Crazy book. There's one thing from there that I've been trying to put on a stray record for the last three stray records and no one Just can get fit. their head around it. Oh, yeah. It's like, take a simple, if you're listening to this in the future, maybe I've already done it. Take a real simple guitar line. Like I just want a fucking straight chug, mm. something like that. And then a normal drum beat and then move the entire drum beat backwards one sixteenth note for, for one bar, then go back to normal, and then move the entire thing forwards one sixteenth note. And I can play it along to like a programmed yeah. riff. Yeah. But the minute That's me hard. and Tom oh, try and it jam hard. it. It gets hard. It's done. Because he yeah. just hears the one where the old one was. Yeah. And if, he had, if he had click, which it might be easier. But yeah. Bringing me on to my next point. Click? No click. His fault? Uh, nobody's fault but my own. <laughs> yeah. I I think we're just sort of such an analog, you know, meat potatoes band. But I've been thinking more and more about it. I, I do want to try it. 
Um, I think I'm just at a point where I don't think my drumming is getting better live. And I think that that's one thing that would make me better. It would make, it would make our whole band better. And for that reason, like, I just want to, I just want to play better every day. And I think that would help me, you know, that would just fix everything. Cause you can program all the tempo changes. Yeah. yeah, That's what we did. I, what, I had everyone sit and listen back to a whole set where we agreed all the tempos were fine and then I mapped it. It was no, yeah. nothing like the actual tempos from the records. It was how they felt good live. Mm-hmm. Now no one even notices that I'm playing to a click. Well, that's that's the thing is, you know, we'll never be on ears. We'll never be on Kempers and no cabs and all that stuff. But like... I would cancel your band so fast. Yeah, like we're, we're always going to be that. But for me to just have a click in my head, because, you know, I control the tempo of all our songs we yeah. start and stop together like there's no crazy two-minute guitar solos and stuff like it's it's all just easy and so it's, it'd be real easy for me to just add it into our set and nothing changes except we're tighter yeah so the only issue you're gonna have is how many songs start with that man right there we currently have none yeah what we don't have a single song that doesn't start without drum count off and doesn't end all together. That's just how we, you've got a bunch of songs where uh, within the intro, it drops down to just you. I guess we've got like swan song. Maybe we've got like that little part on dynasty and maybe the middle of the hammer that I'd have to sort out. But other than that, like it's pretty straight. You could do this so easily. Having a click for our band. No, it's, it'd be so straightforward to add. Yeah, because the hammer has fucking music before the big line. Yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm saying there's a big middle part that cuts out, and Matt comes in whenever he feels like it. Yeah, Same you thing. Could just the click could just disappear then. Yeah. You could just yeah. have the click so it goes away, and then it's up to you. And yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it'd be fine. I don't know. I'm trying to help you out here. Yeah, I, I appreciate this because we have that a, bu- a bunch of times. <clears throat> in fact, we did have that because Drew was Drew was out of time quite a lot. No, there was one bit in Good Night All Right where Drew would do it as he pleased. And if I had a click, and it, yeah. it would just fuck everything up. So everything all up. I did was I just cut that out. So yeah. just, he can still do it as, as he pleases. And yeah. the rest of the songs without a click. But it's, by well, and you don't have, do you have like samples and stuff in yeah. your set? But they're all separate. They are now, I have the click pan to the right and then the samples pan to the left. Okay. Which, you know what, that's, that's in my head the way that we always used to do it when I was a kid. Like when you yeah. had any kind of sampling or anything like that, you would pan a click right, tracks left. I'm saying tracks because it's but it's just like noises and yeah. shit. Um, and then I would take the click into my monitor and then a DI box Front for the samples. So then we're all in time. The yeah. amount of bands that I've played with on this last run, where they're turning up with the big fucking rack. And all the playback and all this shit, just to do exactly the same thing it's I'm doing. So and they much would just, gear. They would just be like, "How are you running your tracks?" I'd be off my and, phone. Yeah, and I'm like, like literally off of this. And yeah. they're like, "But how?" And then I explain how, and they're like, "I thought that's that was genius." I thought that was like the dumb way. Yeah, like that's how everybody way. did it. Yeah, yeah, they've forgotten because they get told, "Well, the only way to do this is to have a laptop and to do all this fucking shit." And as if if you're like our band or your band, you just got some fucking noises. I yeah, got some noises like. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like super easy. Although I do like the fact that is Eric still doing the Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got his little foot pedal. Yeah, I love that. It's fun. Yeah. That's fucking sick. Well it's cool too because it it 
leaves it up to him. Sometimes he'll just kind of be feeling slutty and he'll just fucking oh, boom, run drop him nowhere. Yeah. Extras. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. I hope he does something on it. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about that as well? About the the booms. Oh, I'm trying to start this thing where me and Drew have this thing now. I started with me and now Drew's on board. Anytime something a minor inconvenience happens, I've started like doing bass drops like in real life. <laughs> so like. If I step, like, say you're on the bus and I accidentally step on someone's foot or their Jordans as I'm leaving the bus, I'll just go. That's <laughs> <laughs> a move, man. Like I'm, I'm trying to like. I feel like that could be really cool, but I want to do it. I'm still building up the courage to do it when something really bad happens. So like, when oh, you're like sat around, really bad. And someone tells yeah. you like, "Oh my god, did you hear?" And I just go, and everyone's like, and I just go. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. It's just like it's a big moment in the set. It's, it's a, a big really, moment in it's life. It's a really heavy spot. It's a real heavy spot. Well, it's like yeah. whenever you watch movie trailers. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. They'll be like, and then in 1944. Mm. <laughs> I, I want to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to pull off the tour. My, grand, my grandma died. And I just go, <laughs> <laughs> drop an 808 there. <laughs> I'd get in trouble. Uh, if anyone's oh. listening, please start this off. It's quite hard to do an 808. It helps if you have a microphone. It helps if you do this as well. That was a fucking 808. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good. This is going to wake up whales and shit out in the ocean. Can I, can I get one from each of you, We're please? Gonna We're going to have to sample. We're going to have to sample you. Oh, he's got that, that long shit. That feels good, He's too. got that long shit. Mm. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> I, want the, I want the static oh, picture. Yeah, you've got a real 808. That could be yeah. a kick drum. Nice drummer shit. We done. You were involved. No, yeah, I did it. He's a drummer. I did. You got I played drums. Did you? Yeah, when? not very well. Two thousand five, six, seven. Gave up. Didn't care. I Became sucked. A vocalist. Yeah, it was funny because wish uh, I was a vocalist so much. Me and the drummer of the first band I was ever in. Uh, if we just get round to brass tacks with it, I, he was a better drummer than me, and I was a better vocalist. So then when we started our second band, because the Kubicon's only the third band that we did, you know what I mean? And a lot of those dudes from that band became the first, you know, prototype of Kubicon or whatever. Yeah. And we switched. And, dude, I would never go back. I don't know how the fuck you guys do. All this shit you guys are just talking. Okay. Bro, I hate it so much. And you got to carry so much shit. But the only reason anyone cares about this shit, which actually makes me money, is because I'm doing that other shit. Yeah. At this point, I, I'm going to work when I go to play the drums, like, and then everything else is like... Eric is always fun. brings up a really funny point, though. He's like, man, he's like, the whole time we've ever been a band, he's like, Isaac's had gotten to sit down for every show. He's like, I have to, I have to stand up every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're like, still doing... Oh, I'm sprinting for half spot. an hour. Yeah, running yeah. on the spot. The Let me ask you a question. Hit me. As someone who knows very little about drums. Go. Do you like the drum thrones that have the back on them? <laughs> Why? Or do you Why? like the ones that Why are just... Why is going up? Because I see the ones with the back on them, and I'm like, why do you need that? You're playing drum. You're not working in an office. You're playing drums. Why do you need a backrest to, to in between songs? Like, oh, yeah. So I actually, when I was recovering from my broken back. Oh, God. Now I feel I like a dickhead. Cancel. Canceled. Um, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, I used one for then for just like being able to stretch in between songs. But really, 
you don't play with one either. Nah. Really, realistically, where you should be on your drum throne, now obviously everyone's got a different body type, where you should be on your drum throne to play the drums and where those backrests come to, that shouldn't really be touching your back. No. Like it's only, you can use it in between songs. Yeah, that's what really. I assumed it was for whenever you get a chance to chill the fuck out. But I don't think anyone like, <laughs> see some guy playing and he's like, fucking laying back. Like, Really getting the money's worth out of yeah. that fucking backrest. I, I, I feel like I agree with the little bar ones because they you could you could technically you could push it so far and then you could just have a little lean back in between songs. But the ones that are like an office chair, yeah, oh, like you look pretty fucking lame. When bro. you could like probably attach like a cup holder and shit. Oh, I tell you what, though, you know who I think uses those and is way better than me at the drums is the guy that plays drums for the Black Dahlia Murder. I'm pretty sure he has a fucking office chair. Oh, okay. And he's ripping. Maybe he knows something we don't. Then. Yeah. He is very fast. Like I said, I'm saying this from an incredibly ignorant peon worm style of, of knowledge. Well, I like it. I, I just get curious as, as someone who isn't a Anything else you're curious drummer. about? Drums? Drums? Yeah. I don't know, man. Why, why you guys still play with wooden sticks? You think they'd fucking figure that out by now, huh? You ever yeah. seen one of these? This is one of Lars Ulrich's drumsticks. This I mean, is literally his. Really? Can yeah. I touch it? Yeah. But that is made, there's this plastic, and then in the middle is aluminum. Aluminium? Thank you. There Two separate words, though. It's a good drumstick. It's not. They're no? Not, they're not good, but no. he gave these to my friend to give to me. Well, that is pretty sick, though. That is pretty oh, sick. You know what else I got? I haven't put it up there yet. Huh. I've got one of the Tortilla Man from Slipknot's. The one, the thing that he hits the mallet with, because we saw him watching him side stage, and I was like, just fucking taking videos of him. You know the guy that hits the fucking yeah, thing? yeah. And uh, at the end of the show, chuck me one of his sticks. Got one of those. You need to hang that. I need up. to get that up put here it somewhere. What other? Co- I've got other cool shit that I forgot to put up. This is this is when I was on TV. That is pretty cool. I was on TV. I yeah, I remember that. That's the fucking best. Being on TV as big time. Best fucking shit ever. Yeah. Blew up the fucking internet for a couple of days. Got fucking paid. Was everybody cool to you and shit? So sick. You know what was the best thing? Security every single day fucked with me because I just didn't look like I was supposed to be there. Everyone else is like fucking NBC people and security were like, where's your pass? Where did you get this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is fucking badass. Yeah. This is fucking, I'm fucking fish out of water shit. Welcome to the big time, baby. It was fucking sick. I want to go back. Yeah. They said I can go back. I just got to figure it out. You should. Yeah, it was fucking sick. And I got like, you get paid for doing it, and then you get paid residuals on you get like the streaming. Streaming, yeah, yeah, because it's on on demand. Yeah. So anytime anyone, because the 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 songs, the jingles, you write that morning, so you get the writing credit for the song. And then you get the residuals off that forever. Like obviously not a lot. I love I love some passive, some royalties, oh, some passive best. income. Oh man. Like I don't think in fucking ten years anyone's gonna be digging up an old fucking yeah. NBC TV yeah, but, show. But they could. Even they if could. you get a check for a dollar in ten years, it's still just like you didn't do anything for that money. Last episode I did with Paul from Cannibal Corpse, mm-hmm. they still get checks from Ace Ventura. Ventura. Oh. And he was like it's not much, but you still get the check, and it's That's from Paramount Pictures. Yeah, yeah. like that—that that feeling, How like the money, the That's money, killer. whatever. It's that feeling. It was like, like the first thing I asked him. Oh. Yeah, so I was like, number one, Ace Ventura, Florida. 
uh, maybe Ace Ventura is when I fell in love with Florida. Yeah. Very Florida movie. Cannibal pretty, Corpse, very Florida shit. band. Wasn't that the whole... First one is with uh, the dolphins, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah. still the dolphin. Is that in Florida? Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's the Miami Dolphins, dolphins bro. What? Okay, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm Chris from Hey, I don't know shit about guns. I don't know shit about sports. I don't know shit about anything, man. I can't remember his fucking name and his fucking face. But yeah, I think I've seen the second one more, so I don't really know about the first one too much. The first one's way better, but yeah. the second well, one's Well, that's how it typically goes. 32, no. Yeah, the second one was probably when you were Dude. right right there. Can I just tell you something real quick? Go on. Okay, I'm about to plug some shit, too, honestly. Oh, plug in. Good. Uh, one of my favorite, because I don't have cable television. I don't even have a TV. I live in a camper. I don't have shit. Yeah. But I love watching YouTube. And there's a guy from here in Glasgow. He's called The Critical Drinker. No, I don't he know does he like funny movie reviews, and I hang on his every fucking word. Right? Really? Yeah, I love him, dude. He's fucking hilarious. He's like just What's this the vibe. Guy. He's just he. His whole bit is being like a drunk Scotsman, I guess. That's a lot of that. But he's bits. very dude. He's so smart, and his movie reviews are tight. But I've been waiting for him to put out the one for the new Indiana Jones movie. Cause I, what, he watches the movie. Sorry, I'm Googling this now. I am listening to Yeah, you. he watches a movie and then just puts out a very, like, it's very articulate and smart and well thought out kind of review, but it's also just fucking hilarious. And he adds in all these little bits and stuff that I'm sure from, like, Scottish television and stuff that I wouldn't get but are still funny. Yeah. But uh, he did the one on the new Indiana Jones movie and – I love Indiana Jones. Like those movies well, are so all good. Of them. Well, that, and that's why I said because you were like, Skull. oh, no, no, that's that's what I'm saying. You were like, oh, the first one's good, but then it's like, and I'm like, that's how it typically goes. And now, like, the Indiana Jones movies, in my opinion, the first three, that's about as solid as you can get for a trilogy. But then they put out Crystal Skull. Who gives a Absolutely shit? Absolutely fucking tore. They up. put out this new one, dude. And I didn't even know there was a new one. Yeah, his review is scathing. And I love it. I love watching him just like I just saw it's rip 1. it up. One point three million views. already. Yeah, he put yeah. it out a couple of days ago. And Fucking yeah, big money that is. That's crazy. Money. He actually, yeah, and he breaks down the video he did before that one was about Indiana Jones and talking about how the budget that they spent on that movie and how much it was and how much they're losing their asses and they just can't stop. And I'm kind of going off on my own tangent no, here, I like but it's it. like. Why can't they stop fucking everything up? Why do they got to take everybody's childhood and run it through a fucking meat grinder? Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time, okay? Lost World's not bad. It's not bad. Jurassic Park 3 can suck a cock. everything, everything onwards. Here's the thing. When I went to theaters and I saw the first Jurassic World with Chris Pratt, I was like, I came in with an open mind, which yeah. I try not to do because they're always going to let you down. I saw it. Still sucked, but I was yeah. like, damn, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Saw the other one. I don't even remember the fucking name of the second one. It was so fucking bad. Saw the third one. Oh. Dude, I, have you ever Bro, sat in a movie bit, theater? Once bitten, twice bitten, thrice bitten. <laughs> Here's the thing, and I told all the dudes, I kept being like, I don't care what they say. I don't care how much they advertise it. I'm not going to support that movie because I'm tired of supporting them fucking up everybody's childhoods. When saw the movie. <laughs> and... Dude, it was one of those things you could tell when you sit in a theater within the first five minutes. I was sitting in my chair and just like watching the movie, I go, 
oh fuck like, <laughs> this is this is bad mm. already yeah, yeah dude like this is about to fuck my day up you know and i'll be honest probably top five worst movies i've ever seen in my whole motherfucking life nice. you took every one of my childhood characters sam neil in the first jurassic park bro sam he- neil's in this yeah and he's just bad they they just deconstruct him. They make him a huge wiener, and he's just lame, and he's got all these stupid lines, and it's all these remember when kind of jokes, and it's like, man, you guys can't just fuck off. Do you know what it is? Huh. Fucking old people. Yeah. It's the same with music. It's the same with legacy bands not getting a fucking young producer who knows what's up yeah. and mm-hmm. loves their old shit and getting them to go help and just going to them and going, help us. Like, because you've got your, you've got your one foot in our history and you've got one foot in new shit. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine Metallica went to Will Putney. Like, some, or fucking Randy, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would yeah. be insane. Yeah. There's no way they would fuck it up. It would be the best fucking album they've done in years. Have a billion dollar budget. No one's going to do it because old people. Yeah. Not them. I mean, their team. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't fucking get it. It's the same. That's Hollywood, man. Same they thing. just they they take all these fucking movies and they're just like, yeah, we could do another one. And it's like you don't need to do that. It was so good without another one. Just don't do another yeah. one. Even then, with even with movies where they do get it, like I watched the new Evil Dead, and I like all the Evil Dead movies. I like. See, yeah. I know you're gonna do this face. I thought as an Evil Dead movie all the gore and the funniness and shit was all awesome and I liked it. I had a good time. However, I think it was written, I don't know who wrote it, but whoever wrote it, I I know their age. I know it was like, it felt like the the storyline like interweaved was like they got their education on how the world is now from the internet. Yeah. And they went, this is how everyone talks now. But it was yeah. like, obviously, like a fucking 50-year-old. It's like, this is how the kids talk now. Let's make them talk like this. And then yeah. the whole time I'm watching like, it, everyone like, will love no, this. Yeah, no kid is talking like that. Yeah. And I kind of get like, just get get the kid that you're writing for to write the fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Just, just hire somebody. Just go back to basics with storytelling. And like, I saw that movie too, the newest one. The one that they put out before where it starts raining blood from the ceiling or whatever at the end, I thought that was pretty goddamn Is good. Is that 2013 one? Yeah. yeah. That and I'm not sick. like an evil yeah. dead guy or anything like that either, but like I saw this latest one. where We saw it over here. I, I didn't go. Oh, goddamn. Well, we saw it over here. It? Huh? Is that in your top five worst movies? It was like just – it's like if you just dumped a bunch of ketchup on a Goosebumps episode and we're like, we're just going to make it bloody. That's what it felt like. Are you the movie critic in the... <laughs> no, but goddamn, I'm tired it's of the movie shit. There is a segment that I'm going to not do for this episode because you need to go to the venue. And there's usually a segment where we talk about a dream festival, right? Mm-hmm. I've been in my head, I've been like, I kind of hate this segment. So I'm not going to do it on this episode. And if Why people, did you if tell people us? Mi- no, because if people miss it, then they'll comment and tell me they miss it. And if they didn't miss it, then they'll go whatever. The thing about that segment is we run, we run through like... What your dream lineup for a festival, what your dream hotel, what your dream catering, all this shit is, right? And the theory is that it's supposed to be like a dream, like literally a dream. Like you woke up and like, remember that dream I told you earlier, which please don't. (laughs) (laughs) That something as outlandish as that happening, right? I just, I want that. No, you can't have that. (laughs) Um, So like something out. And the thing is, if this, if someone sat there that I don't know, 
it then gives them a conversation because we've had a conversation. You know, we talk about Chipotle. I can't get someone I don't fucking know to talk about Chipotle, but I kind of fucking hate it. But what I want to know now is your top five movies. Well, we'll do both of you, but you are, you are like a fucking movie critic. Top five movies of all time. All right. Well, I'm just going to, okay. If I think too long, it's going to get crazy. So I'm just going to give them to you right off the boom. Jurassic Park. No. Horse Gump. Yeah. Nice. Con Air. <sighs> Con Air is fucking awesome. Lethal Weapon. And then probably goddamn. Mm. That guy's an action guy. Yeah. I don't want to say Die Hard because I just said Lethal Weapon, but I do love Die Hard. But I would say probably like, look who's talking. Anything, dude. Wow. Anything You're like 90s from, baby. I know, dude. And I, I just, I'm submerged in that nostalgia. A kindergarten, I watched Kindergarten Cop the other day. Yeah, but that's, that's I timeless. cried. You know what I'm saying? Good. That's good. a movie that'll bring Which a grown man to his then? knees. The one where he's talking about his dad and a, a fucking, oh, yeah, you know, my dad's not around anymore and all that shit. And I was just like, and then you got fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger being like, yo, if you fucking hit either one of them again, I'm pressing charges or whatever. Yeah. And she's all like, oh, no, don't do it. And he's like, I'm, and then he ends up punching the dude out and shit. I'm like, that's some real shit, man. Like, these movies nowadays aren't talking about that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? You should start a YouTube channel with you watching movies. Nobody would care. Yeah, they fucking like, would. I'm watching fuck? it right now, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I'll tell you what, though. Nicolas Cage and Con Air, oh. best style that's ever been ever put to so film. You're still, you're still bringing some of that. Now, I, bring why do you think heat? I have ever worn a wife beater tucked into blue jeans? It's because yeah, I grew up watching Con Air. Fuck yeah. Watching fucking Danny Trejo and Ving Rhames on a fucking plane fucking shit up. What's your, um, what's your face off? You like face off? You're a face off guy? Never seen it. I know, bro. <laughs> never seen it. There's a lot of movies like that. You heat, love Con Air and you I've haven't seen, seen face heat. off? I've seen no. face off. I know the whole, don't take my face off and fuck my wife with my face. That's the meme, but oh my God. <laughs> right, I, would put, I would personally put it above Con Air for me, 90s uh, action. It's Tom, it's Nicholas, Tom Cruise. Nicholas Cage. And no, Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. John Travolta, that's right. He had some good goddamn movies. God, you need to watch. I need you on this tour yeah. in that shitty little van. There's <laughs> a TV. Yeah, mm. we'll put it on. You, you ask him his. Top I'll, five. I'll just keep it. Uh, Matrix number one. No, number what one. What did you think of the new Matrix? I haven't seen it. I don't, don't care. To. I'm a new don't need Matrix to. apologist. I di I didn't like two or three, I've, but I liked four. I've heard this. My problem is I'm with him. You made this perfect thing, this perfect world. Just let it be. It's already done. Can I try and sell you on the Matrix four before? And I'll t I, people will be like, that movie was fucking dog shit. Here's, yeah. Here's what happened. So the Wachowskis were told we're going to make a new matrix movie are you in and they said no and they said well we're going to make it whether or not you're going to do it or not i heard that so are you in so then what they did was made the movie made a proper meta subplot where keanu reeves's character neo is now a games designer who can't remember the old shit and his his championship game, like his best game that he made, they were going to remake it with him or without him. So he ruins the game. Mm. And it's like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, they made this movie shit on purpose as a fuck you to Warner Brothers and then referenced it in the movie. So for the rest, of, I didn't right. care about the plot or anything. I was like, that's yeah. the most punk thing I've ever fucking seen yeah. in my life. Anyway, sorry, carry on. I like that. Um, 
Matrix number one. Matrix number one. Hellraiser one and two. <laughs> As Bangers. yeah, those are those are two and three. They're just they're just perfect. Hellraiser two. Oh. I think I might like it more than Hellraiser one. Their their one movie is far as I'm concerned. Like they just go together. I love I love like horror and like all that stuff, but those are just the best. Like, is the I am in hell, please help me scene in Hellraiser two. Yeah. One of the best fucking scenes yeah. ever. It's so good. Also, who is it? Is it what's her name? Is it Monona Ryder? Who who's in Hellraiser uh, two? I can't remember. I, I, can't remember. I haven't watched Sorry. it. I I'm, I I want to go back and watch like one through fifteen or whatever they're on. I want to watch them all in order. Do you know that band? There's a tech band called Crypto Dera. Yeah. Who are from around that? They record with Randy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, they record with Steve actually. Uh, Mike from Crypto Dera does Hellraiser one two. I think it's thirteen or whatever it is. Once a year, and they, they do it back to back and it's a 24 hour experience no, no. So you, you know next time in the studio they're no, bad they get, I just, they get exponentially worse after like two yeah I just need to I feel like I need to do it I need to refresh and watch them all okay um, next alright oh I had it and I lost it Terminator 2 oh, Judgment Day good say with it, the 2 yeah Terminator 1 mm. it's, it's good but it's 2 it two sets is, it up for the best action movie yeah. ever made 2 is why isn't it in your 5 then yeah. Is it I, a six? Is I it? need to make one change when he's done. Okay. Terminator 2 is... Yeah. Mm. Perfect movie. I don't want to go to your show. I want to watch Hellraiser 2 and Terminator 2, but luckily, there's a band on after you. So I'm going to watch your band and I'm going to go home and watch Terminator 2. What an evening. Uh, I, don't, I don't even have a fifth. That's, you must do. I would have Give to Give me another think. good horror then think. if you like horror. Mm. If Hellraiser's your number one horror, then what's your number two horror? Because I'm a horror guy. I just have, I have such bad memory. I can't think of anything. What did you think of Hereditary? Oh, perfect movie. Yeah. So good. Best it's horror so good. Have that you seen five. Have you seen, uh, did you do Midsummer as well? Yeah, I didn't like it quite as much. Same. Good, I felt like. Good scenes. Good scenes. It just, it's the same director and it felt like the same movie to me, just with a different lens on it. Have like, you seen Bo is Afraid? Not yet. Yeah, I mean that's a different movie. But. Yeah, that was my that was my biggest problem is he he did Hereditary perfect and then Midsummer was a perfect movie, but to me it was just the same movie. Yeah, if someone else it was had so made it. so similar. Yeah, but I was so, afraid I didn't. I watched it and went that was crazy and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I hate know what it. the fuck was happening during that movie. But I was afraid. Oh, I thought oh. he was talking about Midsummer. Oh wow, then you won't even. I also, but he's afraid you just don't know what's happening. I hate, I hate movies where the subplot is they did drugs. Did this actually happen? Was it a dream? I don't like. <laughs> I feel, I feel like it's cheap writing. Uh, it is. It's very English. I mean, I don't think that with Midsummer. I, I think it's pretty sure it didn't happen. Yeah. But when movies do that, I saw one <sighs> recently. Even like fucking. You know the Adam Sandler movie Click? Never seen it. You never seen Click? You've seen Click. Yeah. He lies down on a bed mm-hmm. in Bed Bath and Beyond, and then he wakes up and then everything crazy happens. And yeah. the minute that happened, I remember watching that whenever it came out and I was like, if that is the motherfucking twist, I'm gonna kill someone in yeah. like and it was. What's your Thanks for ruining it. I've never seen uh, it. I was going to go watch it after the show. If you have seen Click by now or fucking Face Off, then you're never going to watch it. What's your amendment? 
who's getting oh, it. Oh, all right. Look, like I said, I love Look Who's Talking. That's one of the – I grew up on that movie as a kid, right? But I got to scrap it because honestly – top five and, Yeah, we're taking that out of the top five, and we're bumping the new movie to probably second – Predator, OG oh, Predator. I, I I wondered if you were gonna say Predator. You look, I don't know. You look dude, like a Predator guy. I got in a panic and it slipped through my brain. But the minute that you said, uh, I don't know what the fuck you said, but it made me think of Predator. Our backdrop for like tour a lot of the time. You know the scene. Our video wall. Yeah, our video wall yeah. is the scene from Predator where one of the fellas just starts shooting into the fucking jungle, and yeah. then all of them just come in and start mowing down the jungle and killing everything in the jungle. With we the just, fucking big Gatling gun. Yeah. We put our logo over that on a loop. And yeah. we just it's like a 30 second shows loop of just with that. shooting. So the whole background is just muscle, just that is guns. fucking awesome. Yeah. I love your band so much. Yeah, well, it was a good time. It's anyway, a we're fucking done. I'm not doing the Dream Festival. If you don't know Kublai Khan, you're an idiot. If you go to the gym and you don't know Kublai Khan, you're obviously a pussy. You, Say it again. Say it again yeah. for him. <laughs> just listen to the band. Unless you don't like heavy music. Um, I had a lovely time. I'm going to give you a lift to the, sh- to the show. I'm going to see your show. We Spectacular. Had a, we had a nice lift. Nice Nando's. Was the coffee all right? Oh, coffee was great. You were oh. right. Yeah, it was one of the nicest coffees I've had in ages. Yeah. We'll do, and I'm going to do thanks to the Patreon for how nice the cameras are. Patreon.com forward slash the downbeat. I've got to get you some downbeat clothes, actually. That's yeah. that We've got to go raid your closet. Um, raid the closet. It's like almost doors, I think. Yeah, Fuck okay. them doors, man. We Let, show up when we show up. We'll kick it down. Who gives a shit? Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Thank you, guys. Give me some shit. Don't let me fucking hang in. <sighs> Peace. Bye-bye.